My name is Andrew Kays, and I'm the pastor at Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church of Paynes Point. That's in rural Oregon, Illinois. You're about to hear me preach. Now, this episode was recorded during the COVID-19 pandemic, during which time public worship has been disrupted. We don't have it every Sunday. Therefore, all sermons have been recorded ahead of time to make them available online. Unless otherwise noted, all scripture is NRSV, used under the gratis policy of the copyright holder, the National Council of Churches. Our, scripture re- our gospel reading for today is Mark chapter 10, verses 2 through 16. Some Pharisees came, to, and to test him, they asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? He answered them, What did Moses command you? They said, Moses allowed a man to write a certificate of dismissal and to divorce her. But Jesus said to them, because of the hardness of because of your hardness of heart he wrote this but from the beginning of creation god made them male and female for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh so they are no longer two but one flesh therefore what god has joined together let no one separate Then, in the house, the disciples asked Jesus again about this matter. He said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. People were bringing little children to him in order that he might touch them. And the disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Let the little children come to me, and do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly, I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And he took them up in his arms and laid his hands on them and blessed them. This is the gospel of our Lord. My name is Pastor Julie from Mount Morris United Methodist Church, and I'm grateful for this opportunity to share the message with you today. Since I think it was about 1960, the church has designated the first Sunday of October as World Communion Sunday, a day to remember and to celebrate the unity that we share with all Christians across the globe through the sacrament of Holy Communion. So, when I saw what the gospel reading for this week was, I thought, oh, good. I can just talk about World Communion Sunday and avoid that part about divorce. And maybe just focus on the part about the children. You know, and how Holy Communion unites all of us. Unfortunately, I then quickly remembered the reading from last week and the reading from the week before that. (laughs) And in both of these readings, uh, the disciples seems to me, didn't really like what Jesus was trying to teach them, or they didn't understand it, and so they tried to avoid it. So that was kind of a convicting realization for me. I decided I better dig into this scripture a little bit more. As I did so, um, I kind of noticed that 
Jesus was trying to get the disciples focused on his main lesson, both in this week's reading as well as in the last two weeks. His main lesson being this, that the Messiah must suffer, be killed, and rise again. And, therefore, if any want to call themselves disciples of Jesus, that they needed to also deny themselves, to put themselves last, and to be a servant of all. But uh, as we try to do that, it's, you know, it's, it's understandable that the disciples, first of all, didn't understand what this rising from the dead was all about, and second of all, didn't want to really talk about it. This is what we acknowledge, I think, sometimes when we you know, admit that there's parts of the scripture we don't really want to deal with. I'd like to think just about how wonderful it was that Jesus said, let the children come to me, don't keep them from me. But it's important for us to also look at the other reading, the other part of the reading. You know, this whole question, who was it that brought the question to Jesus? It wasn't the disciples this time. It was uh, the Pharise- some of the Pharisees. And we don't really know why, they, other than to test Jesus. We don't really know anything more than that about why they would ask that. But again, it's a, it's a question about divorce, about relationships between Sisters and brothers, not sisters, oh, I said that all wrong. <laughs> sisters and brothers in Christ, I was going to say. It's a, a question about what can we get away with? You know, what does the law allow? Can a man write a certificate of divorce and not have to deal with issues of reconciliation, issues of trying to figure out whatever the problem is between the husband and the wife? Now, I'd be the first person to say that I don't, uh, that I'm divorced. You all don't know me, but I'm a divorced person. And I'm not remarried, but I know many good and faithful Christians who are. And so how do I reconcile that? Well, I'm not sure. I'm not an expert. I think the main point of all of Jesus' teaching in this whole second half of Mark. After after the disciples come to the conviction that Jesus, in fact, is the Messiah, which happens in chapter 8, beginning in chapter 9, then the rest of the gospel, they're figuring out what it means to be a follower of this Messiah. And at first, they're arguing amongst themselves about which of them is the greatest. Jesus puts a child in their midst and says, you want to be great? Be a servant of all. Be like this child. Then they're trying to listen to his teachings, and now he gets challenged by the Pharisees. What, you know, they're, they're trying to test him and give him a question he can't answer. And then he explains to them further in the house, separate to just the disciples, that this whole question and this whole, you know, distraction of the Pharisees is getting us off the point 
Look, you all know if you break a relationship,